The film basement is filmed in sunny West Hartford, Connecticut, in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Filmmaker's Basement, where I'm finally back on my, uh, seeing bad movies. I'm Brandon. Hey, 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 true. And we're going to be talking about some of the movies we saw this week, in addition to playing a little bit of a game show later on and talking about some of the stuff that's coming out in the following week. And back to referencing my intro, um, this week I ended up seeing something a little bit older, because unfortunately I couldn't see the movie I originally wanted to see, and I saw Resident Evil Raccoon City. Resident Evil uh, Ra Welcome to Raccoon City it follows the once-booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella. The company's exodus left the city at a wasteland, a dying town with great evil brewing beneath the surface. When that evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. And wow, that, that synopsis has given this movie a lot, because there is not a lot here. Um, so, this, this, this movie is kind of a mess, which is unfortunate, because it looked kind of cool based on the trailers. And I think the best way to compare this mess is by comparing it to the 2005 Doom movie. I don't know if you saw that, mm. but if you'd have, you know what I'm talking about. It seems like a good concept based off of a really cool video game series, but the movie comes out being very bland, generic, yet there's all this like kind of meaningless action happening around it all the time. Like the concept seems really good. So we're essentially following this journalist going through a city owned by a corporation. Everything is going like horribly essentially. And with limited resources, the journalist needs to get out of the city with the evidence of like this corporation's wrongdoings so she can expose them. And we, even, like, this this could be a great concept even just by following her kind of video game style throughout the city. Like, we see her kind of doing all these actions and, like, uncovering the truth and escaping zombies and yada yada yada. While letting all these characters around her kind of go off and do their own thing. So we're left with this tension wondering, like, where did they go? What happened with them? Like, did they get killed by the zombies? Like, what is going on in this community? And instead we get kind of a very bland movie that doesn't really go anywhere it doesn't have anything to say and honestly kind of looks like it was out of the 2000s i looked up the budget for this movie because i was really curious how much it cost to make this thing and it told me it was 25 million dollars and this movie looks like it was made on a budget of less than a million like it looks very hokey for being a, a very high budget movie for a very well-known video game franchise hmm. and it definitely oddly has a video game feel to it like i can see like almost cutscenes in the movie if that, if that makes sense where like in the game this is where the cutscene would play and to show you like give you some backstory or have a monologue but instead it's it's very oddly placed into a movie or like you can see like there are choice choice points where like a character is supposed to make a decision about going from one place to another but it it feels very weird in the context of a film itself um additionally it also seems like it's trying really hard to be like a scary yet funny film if that makes sense um for instance there's the scene midway through the movie um where this truck driver who we see earlier in the movie gets turned into a zombie and he drives his truck straight into the police station like completely on fire explodes and then as this truck as this truck is exploding we see inside the police station there's a cop sitting at the desk who's like completely zoned out can't hear that a truck just exploded in front of him whatever the truck driver, who's a zombie, gets out of the truck, is on fire as he walks into the police station and collapses in front of the police officer. And you get this, like, kind of, like, punchline moment where it's, like, the movie wants you to laugh, but it's just, like, 
it's just not funny. Like, there's nothing funny about the scene that's happening in front of you. It just it feels very confusing. Kind of like an attempt at edgy humor, but it's just a real failure overall. Um, we also get another scene very similar to this where the police chief is trying to flee the city because um, he's like a corrupt whatever cop. I don't know what's going on there. Um, but as he's trying to flee the city, we get he gets to this checkpoint and the members of the Umbrella Corporation who control the city start shooting up everyone trying to leave the city as the song um, Every Way You Want It Just The Way You Need It plays. You don't know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And again, it's another one of those scenes where this is supposed to be funny, but it's just like why is this happening? Like, I'm not laughing. This just seems like, again, you're trying to be edgy and it's not really coming through. Mm. Um, additionally, we had like some of the, the horror really just did not land. Like it's another, it's a movie that is trying to be like very scary, but ends up being more like kind of disturbing. And like, again, why did you do this? This doesn't really track. Um, like in an uncomfortable way. Um, for instance, like, there's this whole intro scene where we see the main character, who's from Raccoon City, um, she's in this orphanage with her brother, and you kind of see them being terrorized by beings that live inside here, but it's not really, like, scary, it's more, like, traumatizing watching these kids kind of go through their experiences, and if this were a better movie, maybe that would have been good, but... It's very trashy, so it kind of comes off as very tasteless overall. Um, also, I don't really know. I don't really have any examples for this one, but the movie felt kind of forgetful. Like it forgot where characters were at times and what we what certain characters were doing and all that kind of stuff. So overall, it just feels like a very hokey reboot attempt. Um, when I was talking about the budget earlier, that was mainly because this feels like a movie that came out of the two thousands off of a budget like a million dollars like it almost feels blumhouse if that makes sense just the way it's shot and the very low budget effects they're using it feels like they tried to shoot a very high concept movie on a budget of a mil a high budget action horror movie on a budget of a million dollars and it's just again very shot very poorly the horror style doesn't really show through it's very much relying on like jump scares to get a reaction out of you the audience member which usually isn't a sign of good horror if all it has to rely on is, like, good jump scares. And I could even forgive that if the action was any good, but it's really just not. It's just kind of... Fall- like I've been saying, it just falls flat overall. Um, hmm. Stories all over the place. It's just, I just I just gotta wonder who thought this was gonna be, like, a killer reboot to this franchise. Um, so, overall, I just wouldn't recommend seeing this like it kind of feels like prisoners of the Ghostland, and that there's just nothing to see here like it's just not a good movie don't watch it um, um in terms of movies based off of video games where would you rate this one i think i'd go back to the doom movie that came out in 2005 it's very mm-hmm. similar to that movie it's very bland not the characters aren't very memorable or likable or any i don't have anything good to say about any of them um the effects are very poor again it feels like it was came out of the 2000s it's shot just bad and it doesn't really feel feel like it's connected back to the um initial premise the video game um raccoon city um oh my god what is it resident evil raccoon city which Mm. i haven't played but i've looked into a little bit and this it's just bad it's just very bad i would not recommend this because it seems to it seems like hollywood just 
always seems to strike out in terms mm. of movies that are based around video games. Yeah, and I think there's a... I don't know why they this movie got such a bad rap, too, because this is, like... There's a good concept in here. I think there's a really good movie that can be made from this, but at the well, end of the have, day, I don't know if it was made them. by committee or, like, what, but maybe they're just trying to stick too close to the video game premise itself, but it just feels bad. I mean, they've done they've done this one already. This was, I, a, this yeah. was a reboot for this, this series because yeah. they've already done resident evil movies before and uh, i've with, heard they're uh, horrible uh, yeah. the first few were pretty good but like yeah. they they've teetered off in how good they are over the years mm. uh and the more that they put out the worse it gets but yeah you know i, I had high hopes for maybe this was gonna be kind of like mm. the mortal Kombat reboot that they did earlier this year uh, did, where it I wasn't too. Like, terrible the, but the trailer wasn't... looked good like it yeah. didn't look horrible so i was really disappointed when i got a very generic bad movie mm. it's just kind of upsetting that That's a concept that seems good on paper it just it just went nowhere in mm. practice which is unfortunate but what are you gonna do well yeah. hopefully, andrew hopefully you got to see something better this week than i did <laughs> well i already talked about spider-man so much last week that mm. i just figured i would talk about something else this week just mainly because um you know i, I already went through and did my spider-man review and if you yeah. haven't gone see it go to see it but um i saw an, another i went the same route as you and mm. i i watched a reboot or i guess you could call it a sequel technically um but i went on hbo max and watched the matrix resurrections um i had to think of the subtitle for that because all three of the sequels for the matrix start with r and i couldn't <laughs> i had to figure it out in my head um but yeah so talk about a journey back to something that came out 20 plus years ago because I, have you seen it yet did you watch it on I, hbo yet i do want to just clarify because you did say matrix resurrections do you mean the new matrix movie or the third I movie say? i think you said resurrections isn't that the isn't that what it's called i thought it was the third movie maybe i'm wrong no no because it's matrix matrix reloaded matrix revolution and okay. matrix resurrections yes okay that that's what sense. i mean that's what i'm talking about with the three r's man like <laughs> you get confused i understand where you're coming from that's very fair um, i have I'm not seen it a little bit jeez i have not seen it but i have heard very conflicting things on it so okay. i'm very interested to see where you come in so i was very pleased with it mm -hmm. very uh just because of the fact that um it took this original idea and these original movies and instead of um instead of just kind of continuing a story they took the movies and made them meta in its own universe it mm -hmm. was very cool and very like weirdly well done um there are scenes where so lawrence fishburne doesn't come back as morpheus but there is mm -hmm. a character named morpheus in the movie and there's a scene where it's a similar scene from the first movie where morpheus is talking to neo in the chairs and he offers him the pills and everything and on a screen behind them is that scene from the first movie it's like shot like it they're watching the first matrix movie while they're talking about the first matrix movie 
in the fourth Matrix movie. It's very meta. It's very strange. Um, the whole premise around it is that Neo or Thomas Anderson, who he is, um, been resurrected as, is um, a game developer, and he developed a game called Enter the Matrix, which was a game that came out back when the original Matrix came out for Xbox and PS2. So that was very weird to see, and it, I guess. I, I think I think the Enter the Matrix game won an award from the Game Awards, which there was a Game Award for the 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 game that he developed on like his shelf, like at, in his office. So he's a he's a game designer. He developed this game called The Matrix, and he goes to see a therapist because he's thinking like that his reality is coexisting with his video game, and he's getting like confused and everything, and. It's a very cool premise, and you know, obviously they brought him back. They brought Trinity back. Um, the machines, like, fixed them uh, and basically um, healed them and put them back in the pods and sh- plugged them back into the Matrix. And the twist and everything is just like, is it real? Is it not real? Kind of kind of thing. And also, you know, just um trying to figure out where the series is going to go from here because they're doing two more that's a trilogy that they're doing they're doing a a second trilogy for this so um it was interesting to see you know like the new characters uh the old characters because they did bring back some old characters from the original trilogy uh which was very cool and you know everything felt like it was back in that early 2000s era when you look at like set design so like they're on the ship and it's all the same it's the same chairs it's the same spike that goes in the back of your head it's the same like wall of computers that the the uh, operator sits at when they're in the matrix it was very cool and they obviously had upgraded stuff because it's it was i think he said 50 years since the third movie had passed which was the t- uh, like the time from you know the original to the this new one so like the new captain of of the ship that they're on is her grandfather was one of the captains from the original matrix trilogy who neo knew and so that was kind of cool how they tied that in and you know yeah i just thought it was really good it was really well done it was the it was a really perfect way to to reboot a series and to bring it back into you know this kind of era and like for fans that may have not seen the original matrix movies you know you you promote this movie and you're gonna want to go watch the first three first and people who haven't seen the first three want to go watch the first three first and then you can go watch the fourth this new one and you're kind of caught up and you know what's going on but i i wouldn't watch this one without seeing the originals because there is a lot of tie-ins to it's not a reboot it's a sequel it's a sequel trilogy that they're doing so you definitely want to watch the originals first and i mean i've probably said this more times on this show than any other like channel i this is like my catchphrase i guess we're not sponsored by hbo max but it's on hbo max all four movies are on hbo max we're not sponsored by hbo max but if they want to sponsor us, it's fine. We'll do that. But um, go watch them. They're really 
you know, the original trilogy, you know, the first one's really good. The second one I really like. The third one, mm, eh. Um, the, the fight scene, though, at the end of the third one was probably one of the best fight scenes of the movie, of the trilogy. And then this one was also really good. Um, and, you know, uh, I was a little upset that they didn't bring back um, the guy who plays Smith. Uh, oh, I, I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah uh, Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they didn't. He wasn't back, but you know, you may come back later because obviously Agent Smith can be anyone. Um, so, but so I am still curious. Good movie. Like I mm-hmm. said in the beginning, I heard very like con- weird, conflicting reviews about this movie. There have been people who are saying it's a really good reboot and maybe even commentary on like film culture in the. 2020 is now and i've also heard people saying it's completely horrible makes no sense they didn't know what was happening the entire time that was going on i'm no, very I... curious if you can like if you can see where those people would be coming from or if it's just like kind of i mean i i have watched the matrix trilogy a number of times so mm-hmm. i know about the you know the storyline and and all that stuff and and then watching this one i only watched it once and i'm like i yeah i understand what's going on like this is not confusing at all mm-hmm. like the machines saved neo and trinity they put them back in the pod and now they're trying to escape again like what's there to understand like they're trying to they're trying to, it's like it's like the it's the whole concept of um do you want to stay in this augmented reality and be happy or do you not want to have your life controlled by someone else kind of aspect to it uh if you want to look at it that way i mean i i maybe can understand why people are like confused and just like it makes no sense but from from just from from watching it once i'm like oh yeah that makes sense like they programmed a new reality into his brain and this is what he's been going through for the last 50 years and now he wants out again like Mm -hmm and he's he's waking up or he's you know whatever but uh his subconscious is like telling him that something's wrong and that's kind of where everything kind of kicks off but the opening scene for it was really strange though because Mm -hmm. it was basically an hd remaster of the original opening scene from the first matrix and trinity didn't i think they used like a uh i don't think they used the same like actress for trinity obviously because she's a little older so like she's aged a little bit or maybe they de-aged her and it looked really weird but it was strange i was Mm -hmm. like this isn't the same scene and then they were playing it out and i'm like it is the same scene like wait what's happening i'm confused Mm -hmm. um but no i thought it was really good and you know you should definitely watch it especially Mm -hmm. if you've seen the originals but watch the originals first as someone who has seen the originals and honestly has been a little disappointed with reboots in the last few years movie Mm -hmm. i saw this week is part of that um it is kind of cool to see that there's like an actually solid reboot out there that just you know isn't entirely terrible you'll have to check it out and let me know what you think (laughs) because i very much enjoyed the direction that they went uh Mm -hmm. with the reboot it was i haven't seen a lot of reboots that are like wow that was really good uh but yeah. these ones were this one was was really good so okay well i'll be sure to check that out um in the meantime 
let's jump into everyone's favorite game show, Pilot Wings. Andrew, you've played this game a bunch of times before, but for those who haven't, Pilot Wings is the game show where I pitch Andrew show pilots. Um, ho generally hokey show pilots that I've found through years of pilot, season pilot seasons. Um, two of them are real. One of them is something I made up off the top of my head. Andrew has to guess wh which one is the fake one. And on that note, let's get this rolling. So, number one. Based on the 1989 movie about a childish man who learns how to be an adult by taking care of his brother's kids in a very childish way. Number two. Centers on a gutsy female forensic accountant who exposes fraud for a living and has finally found fulfillment both at work and in love until a case comes along that threatens to turn her world upside down. And number three. Stacy's was looking for any escape she could get when she inherited her grandfather's farm. What she didn't expect was the hard work, friends, and even love she'd find in that small farming town. So, Andrew, out of all three of those choices, which one do you think is the fake one? Well, they're all terrible. I'll just see that right now. Like, none of them stand out to, like, to me that thinks that they would actually put that on TV. Um, and if they did, then shame on them. Because... Yeah, like you know what I will let I will let you know right off the bat because some some weeks I do pick shows that were passed over. Yeah, both of the shows I put here today not only um were aired, but I think one of them had two seasons. Wow! All right, <laughs> so based on a 1989 movie about a childish man who learns to how to be an adult by taking care of his brother's kid in a very childish way, that sounds like it's a show because it's that one's the one that i was like all right like that one probably uh that one's the the best of the worst um i don't remember a 1989 movie uh, and that's so specific too so i don't know if you're throwing me off with that but i also because i also don't remember a movie that came out in 1989 that had a similar concept um the second one about a gutsy female forensic accountant who exposes fraud for a living and finally found fulfillment both at work and in love until a case comes along that threatens to turn her world upside down. That's so wordy mm -hmm. uh, for a synopsis. Um, and also, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, it's def it definitely sounds very, like, mid 2000s like woman empowerment type of show but in an ironic way so it doesn't sound real and then stacy was looking for any escape she could get when she inherited her grandfather's farm what she didn't expect was the hard work friends or even love in small town farming um that is your typical generic probably lifetime abc family or whatever they call it now i don't even know what that channel's called anymore uh, yeah, freeform like isn't it freeform oh, yeah, it is freeform like yeah that. definitely sounds like something like that <laughs> um uh which you always somehow include something that sounds like it's from lifetime or you would be amazed from like how many of those shows are out there <laughs> um There's so many so 
I'm going to go with the second one about the forensic accountant because mm-hmm. okay. it just sounds so you're locking awful. that in though. Yeah. So, number three was the fake one. That is the plot to Stardew Valley. <laughs> oh, so I never played Stardew Valley. I yes. didn't know that. Was their name Stacy in there too? No, but I just figured throwing in a name oh. like that was like it's generic enough. Interesting. But yeah, that's essentially the plot to Stardew Valley. So okay. The second show, the second one that you said was the fake one, uh, that had two seasons. I forgot to put the name down for it, but somehow that got made into multiple shows. Um, and the first one did only got a single season, so let's look up that one, actually, because I forgot to include the names this week because it's been way too long. Well, I got the um, second. The first one is called Uncle Buck. Um, oh, okay. This The second one's called The Catch. The Catch. That was uh, on ABC. Huh. Sounds like an ABC show. Um. Like so, yeah, you definitely threw me off with the Lifetime. <laughs> that's uh, my secret. That's my real secret. If I just make them all sound like garbage, you can't find my garbage rating. Yeah, hidden in any of them. Oh, this man. starred nobody that I know. Yeah, it sounds about right. It doesn't sound good. Like I would not watch um, this ever. It aired for two seasons in 2016, 17. Mm-hmm. And huh. it had twenty total episodes. I just so realistically one season. Yeah, basically. Very disappointing. Um, yeah. Maybe Which is again the theme of this game is how disappointing these shows actually forensic are. Forensic accountant. That sounds so dumb. Um, uh, that's that's the point, my man. That's how it is. Oh man, but yeah, that's been Pilot Wings this time around. Uh, it's good that we're back to this, so I can trick Andrew into into choosing uh, some really bad movies. But got positive reviews from critics. Maybe there's something we're missing. Metacritic gave it a 59 out of 100, mixed that's our not that average positive. reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gave it reports a 72 percent approval rating. Mm-hmm. Why did it get canceled? I don't know. Doesn't that's sound crazy. I don't. It doesn't I don't sound good at all. Much, so. No, it really doesn't. It sounds horrible. Huh. But and I've never heard of any of these people. Moving on to something that's a bit better. Um, we're going to talk about some of the movies that are coming out in the coming week. And unfortunately, we're in that dead time of year where nothing really like big comes out. Generally, if I recall correctly, January and February are the dead months for the mean? film industry. And generally, that's when like you put out movies that people put out movies that they don't think will either succeed or like they just don't have another time to put them out because you know usually summer is reserved for like the big blockbuster movies movies that come out towards the end of the year are generally like the award grabby movies because those are the movies that you'll remember seeing because you know they came out closer to when award ceremonies occur but january and february at the start of a new year generally just like this is where we dump all the movies that like we had no other place for but oh, in that I was gonna vein, say, we do have ton, some good movies. This there's a ton of them that are that are out there. I know this is why this is unusual because this isn't like. And this there's one normal. that we talked about in one of those missing episodes that the I Sesame did. Sesame Street one, right? Yes. That sounds <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to talk about because that one sounds really cool. <laughs> it doesn't come out till next week, though. It do- yeah. Well, that's why I was, that's Not what I was talking about because oh. if I recall correctly, this comes out Friday, right? So then in the coming week, that will be. It'll be next time. Friday. Yeah. Uh, the Friday after. That oh, the Friday after? Oh. Yeah, because it doesn't come out till the 14th. Okay. So this, when this, this comes out. Long. Okay. This this comes out on the seventh, and then Sesame Street won't come out till the fourteenth. So yeah, it's, I thought we talked that, about movies in the coming week. 
Maybe yeah. I'm so just... like, the, well, so this this week we would talk about a movie that's coming out on Friday the seventh. Okay. But uh, well, so that Sesame Street would be next week. But I don't okay. think there's anything coming no, out this week. There isn't. It's there's a lot of nothing. So yeah, definitely Sesame Street. I've heard Bell is also really good too. It's an animated I ha- movie that's coming out. I have some on my list that I haven't gone to mm-hmm. see yet from last year. Yeah. So I am interested in seeing mm-hmm. uh, the American Underdog, which is the story of Kurt Warner mm-hmm. from the NFL quarterback. And then I'm gonna. I was waiting for it to die down a little bit, so I wasn't around a bunch of screaming children. But uh, I would probably go see Sing Two at some point. That's fair. There was um, another animated movie that came out last year that was apparent, like came out recently last year. Um, I think it's like Rue or something like that, or something R. I know Ron. Can- is that it? Uh, is it the one with his robot friend? Yeah, that robot I, friend one. I've heard that, surprisingly that came out good a while ago, it. didn't it? I don't know if it did. I thought it came out in November, December. Maybe um, I'm misremembering it, but Ron robot movie. Mm-hmm. Ron's gone wrong. That yeah, one came out. Yeah, maybe that came out longer ago than I'm remembering. That one came out October 24th. Yeah, that's much longer than I thought it would. But be. there was a movie that came out more recently that mm-hmm. uh, is animated, and I guess it's gotten a lot of good reviews. And it's that Encanto. I've heard. Yeah, the same thing. The Disney Pixar. Yeah. Um, movie. So it's all over my TikTok. Yeah, I keep seeing that pop up. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely another popular one. There's also the new Scream movie out in the coming week, which is... That's also on the 14th. Very interesting that it's coming out in January. I'm wondering mm. why they didn't have the faith to put this out they, during Halloween time. They always do like a horror movie like right at the beginning of the year, I, I feel True, like. True, but Scream's like a big property. So it's very interesting to me that, again, this did not come out Halloween time, which right. is when I would have expected a Scream movie to come out. Because I remember, like, in 2008, I know Cloverfield came out in January. Well, Cloverfield's um, also a very, was also, I feel like, a different circumstance in that regard. Because that was, like, a found footage film that was, like, very unique in its own premise. And also, like, something that you could kind of, they did, probably didn't have a ton of faith going into it mm. at the time. That I could see. Like, that's not, that's not really tied to anything. That's, like, just a found footage monster film. Which was, again, it was very good, weird. And it makes sense it would come out, like in different time but scream is definitely weird that one's not coming out around then but yeah besides that i mean it looks like there's actually solid not too many movies coming out but there's some solid films that are popping up in the coming week Hmm. i just went back to last january of 2021 because i wanted i was like wasn't there a horror movie that came out there probably was no not a big one no not a big not not like a big one like scream yeah that's what i'm saying though is that's why it's so unusual because that's not a normal thing that happens Mm-hmm. Unless again, like I said, the studio just doesn't have faith in the movie, which is weird. Either that or it might have got delayed. That's also possible um, too. Because uh or they didn't want to compete with Halloween kills. Because mm-hmm. that that did come out during Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But regardless, I know we definitely have some good picks to see in the coming week. Um I have we, not heard good things about it though. A so scream? Far. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> if yeah. it's again, if it's coming out now, it does not surprise me. Um, um, but at least we have some choices to see some stuff. Um, we'll see about future weeks how that holds up because could be it looks again very slim in the coming weeks. But oh, I clicked on the wrong screen. That one's from 1996. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but on is. that note, let's. Why don't we wrap this up for this up for this mm-hmm. week? Andrew, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, we didn't get to recording sports and nonsense last week. Um, uh, we kind mm-hmm. of forgot. Well, one of us forgot. Um, but we're gonna be recording tonight to put out for Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's the final week of the NFL season. We're getting ready. We're the playoff picture is slowly forming and coming into clear view so we'll be doing updates about uh the nfl landscape this week very cool and uh unfortunately this week i don't have anything to plug but i will say um i don't know hbo max we support hbo max (laughs) they're the best Alrighty, yeah, I think that's all we got. I mean, when they put the around. movies out for free to watch, like with, for the first thirty days, like they, you might as well you might as well spend yeah. the ten dollars a month. Like it's already there. Yeah. So yeah, that's all we got for y'all this week. Um, thanks for listening to the filmmakers' basement. I'm Brandon Gasparino, and I'm Andrew. And uh, hope you guys have a good week. Mm-hmm.